Hello and welcome to Living Abroadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here, and what they're doing now. I'm Eric. And I'm Mikey. Welcome back to another week, everyone. Um, Thank you for tuning in. I know um, we're all just kind of getting adapted to our uh, every two weeks schedule now as um, shit kind of slowed down with COVID and we are adjusting and as things uh, start to maybe re-escalate back into a lockdown in every other part of the world. Um, who knows where that's going to take us. Mikey made the most surprised face ever when I just said that. But uh, No, I thought we released last week. I mean, we have. We're in phase three in BC now. We're, oh, so now we're, we're releasing going... podcasts more often is what you're saying. Oh, I don't know. So our podcast has gone into phase three. Yeah, maybe. What is, what, what is phase three? So phase three really is a pretty superficial loosening of the rules um, from what they were in BC. So stuff is continuing to open with all these different regulations, all the social distancing, all of the plexiglass barriers between tables, yada, yada, yada. Um, the two big changes for phase three, to my understanding, is non-essential travel within BC is now allowed. Not that I have really seen people uphold that rule. Anyways, um, people have been traveling all over this fucking place, um, but we're allowed to do it now. <laughs> and then um, non-essentially, of course. Yeah. It was all essential, all that other Was it even a rule or was it a recommendation? Yeah. Like, um, like say if I got caught traveling up to Whistler by the RCMP and they look at my address and they're like, why are you an hour and a half away from your home? Um. Well, you've been like, hear my accent, sir. My my father lives up here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> in your case. And then I'm all good. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I, I'm I'm really not sure how strictly they were enforcing it. Um, you certainly, hear, certainly not as strict as where I'm from yeah. in Australia, where they were actually doing roadblocks yeah. and things like it's that. It's really a case-by-case basis, it yeah. felt like in BC, because it never got super dramatic here. Exactly. But phase three, to my understanding, non-essential travel now allowed and movie theaters. Which is a oh, big yeah. one for me. I love a fucking movie. You do love a movie theater. I, I love theater. the movie. You're one of those people that will um, go to the movie theater by yourself. Sometimes. I've done it once. Yeah. What movie did you see? So embarrassed. Can't even remember. First you week can't that, remember? First week that I came to Vancouver. Yeah. I had nothing to do. And it was you don't a rainy remember day. the movie? No, got no idea. I feel like it's a big enough event that if you make a point of going to a movie by yourself, you remember it. Nah, couldn't have been no. that good of a movie. Guess not. I'll try and think. I'll try and rethink, okay. figure, figure it out. I remember mine, and it actually wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it was... Um, no, wait, what, what was that? Did I tell you? It was Star Wars. Oh, Star, Star Wars. Wars Force Awakens. Um, oh. It, yeah, it okay. wasn't like... It's kind of a big one to go see by yourself, honestly. Sort of sad. But anyways... It's better than going to like a rom-com or a romantic <laughs> movie by yourself. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go see a rom-com by myself. <laughs> I've never been that sad. I don't put anything past you. God, I'd go nah, see like enough. the weird art movies I couldn't convince anybody else to go see yeah, with. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. What's, we've seen one movie together, right? In the cinemas? Yeah. Yeah, we did. The one with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, we saw the beach, beach bum. bum. Beach bum, yeah. yeah. That really resonated with me. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> because... That just looks like you in 30 years. But yeah. uh, anyways, um, Let's here, get to here's it. a, no, I got a, okay. I got a quick <laughs> abroad question. Oh, um, when you're traveling, are you a person who likes to go see a movie in, in another country? Oh, like when I'm tra- uh, traveling when, on when like you're a traveling. vacation or yeah, a holiday? Or, yeah, when you've never done it, I don't think. No? I, know, I know you did it. We called in. When you're in like Poland, and yeah. we asked what you had been up to, and all you said that you went to the theater. I saw the Joker. That's right. At eleven in the morning in Poland, and you you said it, you didn't like it, did you? Wasn't a huge fan of the movie. It was okay, but not yeah. really. Um, I told you I was terrified for my life, though, too, right? Because that was a movie that they yeah. were worried was going to insta- instigate shooters, oh, and yeah. there was no Fuck. security there so for that. Funny. That was happening in the States. This. And then somebody walks in 15 minutes late to the movie wearing a huge backpack. And I'm like, this is it. This is it. Um, no, I love to go see a movie and in another country. And you just run out and leave Sabine sitting there by herself. First movie I saw in another country was also a Star Wars movie, The Last Jedi. So the yeah. follow-up to Force Awakens. First cool. movie I saw alone. First movie I saw... In another country, it was in Thailand. 
Um, you saw, went to the movies in Thailand? Yeah, it was, it was like, like the first day that Star Wars movie was out. It was my last day there. I was just ready to go home, okay. basically killing time before going to the airport. Okay. But I uh, saw Star Wars, and I thought it was hilarious because I met people at the hostel who'd gone the night before, like the opening night or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were like, oh, make sure you show up 40 minutes late. I'm like, why? And they're like, oh, these trailers take forever. And we go, and I went with a couple other people, and again, it was kind of the middle of the day movie, but uh, that was no joke. Like we showed up at the time the movie said it was supposed to start. And then we watched 40 minutes of trailers that were basically music videos. And they were all in <laughs> Thai, presumably. And they were all like like three minute commercials for like energy drinks and stuff. And it was so long or like these mini dramas that played. And then before the movie started, the whole theater had to stand up. And, um, I think it was the Thai national anthem playing it with a picture of the King. Yeah. I I heard places doing (laughs) that. Did you sing along? I didn't know the words. Uh, Oh, they didn't have them up on the screen. No. With like a ball that, that jumps from word to word I so wish. you can follow along. I wish. Uh, and then that okay. fucking Star Wars movie ended up being so weird that, I mean, this is this is probably not the right way to be thinking, but that movie ended up being so weird. I'm like, did I see like the weird Thai version of that movie or something? <laughs> That's how bad it was. Yeah, it was. Well, you know what I mean? I've never seen a Star Wars, okay. so I can't, I can't yeah. comment. Anyways. But, but you thought it was like a Thai ripoff. Like, there was some wild shit in that one. But anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, seeing movies abroad. I, I saw another movie on that Europe trip too. Um, went and saw Hustlers, which was that J-Lo stripping movie. Mm. Yeah. That sounds better. Yeah, saw that one in uh, Belgium. Gee whiz. Yeah, anyways. You need to I, make a little map where... Uh, movies, a are, movies are a funny little glance into another culture. I think the movie theater culture what they sell at the snack bar. Do you get I, snacks? Are you a snack edited, person? Um, eh, not consistently, not always. Okay. I love some popcorn though. Yeah. But uh, just the etiquette around movie theaters is a little different everywhere. The trailers, um, yeah. Yeah. all that kind of stuff. The, the, the options you have for seeing the movies in languages, like um, Star Wars, of course, was in, it was in English, but it was dubbed in Thai. Mm-hmm. Um, but with the Joker, we had the option to see it in Polish with like Polish dubs over it. We saw the English one with Polish subtitles, subtitles. but yeah, just kind of depends mm-hmm. the language options available. Well, thanks for tuning in for, uh, movie cast <laughs> theaters with, this Eric. has to do with living abroad. Yeah, it does. Um, it does, but we've got two awesome guests joining us, uh, joining us this week and, um, they are, uh, two lovely people. One I'm meeting for the first time tonight. Uh, one we've hung out, uh, several occasions before friend of the podcast pirate. We have, uh, Tristan and his wife, Kaho joining us tonight. Welcome. Thanks, yeah, thanks for, for having, having us. us. Thank yeah, you yeah. for having us. Oh, they welcome, brought a little guys. friend as well. Yeah. yeah. We've got three yeah. guests yeah. in the so studio. Sleeping on the floor. Um, I'm hesitant to even say her name because it might yeah. wake her up. Don't. We are talking about a dog, by the way. Yeah, but we not have a, not uh, a human. Use <laughs> the puppy joining us. Uh, yeah, Three-month-old. Little golden retriever, golden retriever. Napping on my floor. Very uh, adorable. Doing a lot of exploration when she first came into the yeah. into the studio. Very. She cute. absolutely destroyed your... Yeah. Oh, she she did a little bit of That one's dead anyway, the one that she uh happened to be chewing on there. So Oh, that's good. So that's okay. But um We're also saying Sabine put in a new request as well. I said that <laughs> every guest now has to bring a puppy with them. So yeah. it's gonna be hard to find guests. <laughs> I think this is the second furry friend we've had sitting in. I think we had Wilson one time. Sabine's family dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. You've met Wilson. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot his name, though. We we can rent her up. Yeah. 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 That's a good little side hustle. (laughs) I mean, rent a dog. Yeah. I'm sure in these lonely times, there's a lot of lonely people around. Well, that's what Eric was saying earlier. Yeah, you know, make a lot of dog and you just can't find one. Mm -hmm. So, between the two of you, whose idea was it to get a dog? Yeah, I could have guessed that. (laughs) Kaho? Have you owned dogs uh, dogs before? Yeah, when I'm uh, maybe around five years old, we got the Labrador. Oh, oh. yeah? Yeah, very similar. Similar, yeah. yeah. Golden Lab? Or? It's just a pure Labrador. 
Oh, cool. What color, what color was it? Yellow. Like, oh, oh, yellow labs. Like okay, cool. Yeah. Yellow lab. Adorable. And, um, I guess more importantly than, uh, if you owned a dog or not, uh, Kaho, where are you, where are you from? Where are you visiting us from? Um, I'm from Japan. Japan. Yeah. Amazing. What, what part of Japan are you from? I'm from Kyoto. Kyoto. Have you visited? I, I haven't. heard about it? I, I've <laughs> heard a little bit about Kyoto. Um, and I'm going to ask you a lot more about it. Yeah. My brother and good friend were just in Japan in January. They went nice. skiing way up north. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, we have many ski resorts. Yeah, as well. yeah. They went to a they went to a famous one that's name is escaping me. And then they spent some time in Tokyo after that, but they didn't make it to Kyoto, unfortunately. Oh, they yeah. miss the best part. The best part. <laughs> that's what what you think. Kyoto yeah. is the best part. Yeah, it's like a old capital. So there's oh. so many temples, like historical buildings around. Yeah. It's really nice to see. So like around. Tokyo is the modern yeah, big place busy. that a lot of tourists like yeah, to go, yeah. but Kyoto is more for the history buffs, yeah. beautiful. Okay. That's good to keep in mind. Very yeah. cool. I mean, neither of us have been to Japan, so we'll... No. And I don't know... I like geography, mm-hmm. but I've got to say I don't know a whole lot about Japan, so... It'll be good to hear some, yeah. some cool things. So is it up north or, or down south? It's or? in the middle. Okay. Yeah. So Tokyo, how far away would ski resorts be from, from Kyoto? There's many. So North Island, it's yeah. like snowing a lot. Okay. And there's many resorts as well. But in the middle, like central in Japan as well, there's like mountains. Actually so mountains just, everywhere. But just everywhere yeah. then? Okay. Basically. So not like from where I'm from <laughs> in Perth, where the closest ski resort is four hours away. So wow. yeah. it would be a nice place to live there. No, Kyoto is, uh, we went in November and I didn't want to leave. Was that your first time there? Oh, yeah. 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 And it was amazing. What did you enjoy about it in particular? Um, The culture. People are so polite. Everything's so clean, organized. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Makes Canada you know. look like a shit show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I used to think Vancouver was the best yeah. place in the world. And then I... I came home and I actually cried <laughs> because I wanted to go back. Really? Yeah, oh. I had yeah, yeah, a few drinks and uh, I was feeling <laughs> emotional, you know. Wow. <laughs> I had like PTSD kind of thing, you know. Mm. It was uh, it was a really tremendous time. Her family's fantastic and all her friends as well. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Got to put it on the bucket list then. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I've, I've wanted to go to Japan forever. Mm. Um, haven't made it there yet. But uh, that's so cool. So... Um, Growing up in Kyoto, did you live right in the middle? Is it a big city? It's not big. Maybe like Vancouver, okay. I would say. Yeah. It's so not like a big, small, big city. Yeah, but you could yeah. have everything, the mountains and city nice. and temples. Now, <laughs> pardon my ignorance. Is Japan in the north or south hemisphere? North. It's oh. in the northern <laughs> hemisphere. <laughs> I don't <don't-rised. laughs> I said pardon my ignorance. I can't believe you just asked that. Why? Just thought it was an obvious answer. Okay, well, <laughs> clearly it wasn't if I was The is pretty low down. It's pretty far south. Yeah. It's only just above Australia. <laughs> now I'm going to sound I was stupid. I going to say, <laughs> does Australia cross the equator? There's my second ignorant question of no, the podcast. No, nah, it doesn't. It doesn't. No? Nah. So even, even when you're way up in uh, Darwin, very north? No, still, is that as far north doesn't. as Australia Look at you goes? dropping your geographical yeah. facts. Yeah. That's, that's at the very north, yeah. I'm actually on my phone. I'm looking at photos of Kyoto because I like to it, – it'll help me grasp things mm-hmm. easier. So yeah. what were you going to say about the equator? Where was, where was that going? Sorry really nothing. <laughs> um, but uh, I just, I just um, was curious uh, about kind of what your upbringing in Kyoto was like. Um, did, did you grow up kind of in the middle of the big city or more in like the suburbs or – um, I think I live a little far away from the city, but mm-hmm. I go to school, it's in the middle, like close to the city. So I took like an hour and a half transit, six years. Yeah. Cool. Whoa. What, an hour and a half hour transit? And a half. Yeah. Holy shit. So, to get <laughs> into the middle of the city? Wow. Yeah. To That's school. a pretty yeah. long way for school. Every day. Wow. But I'm sure the trains were never never yeah. late. I heard no, I heard never. Japan <laughs> the trains are like yeah. yeah within a second of of being on time every time. Yeah, like if 
the train got late for maybe five uh, five minutes, then they would give <laughs> us like a note to give it to school. So, I heard um, about this. I was going to ask if that's actually true. I didn't know if it was like an urban legend, like a myth, but it's actually true. It is. So you get a note as an excuse as to why you're late. Yeah. So actually we cannot lie. Yeah. Because <laughs> where's the note? The teacher exactly. will ask us, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that kind of sucks actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I would have probably photocopied a whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> Changed the date every yeah. time I slept in. No, they punched in. Uh, so okay. Actually mm. Foolproof. Wow. The thought Dang. of everything. That's what I'm saying. They're so organized. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow. But I have yeah. kept some. Like sometimes oh, yeah. I got like two. Yeah. And I kept extra for in case. I don't Just know. Just in case. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Cool. So in Kyoto, um, did you did you go to school with people who were like abroad, like students from other countries or anything? Were in you Japan? It's I didn't go to international school. Maybe mm-hmm. that's maybe one or two in the city. So it's very rare to see foreign foreigner or people mm-hmm. from abroad. So it's mostly Japanese. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it was it was a private school, no? Yeah, it uh, was. So your high school was uh, all girls private school. Private Catholic school. And then mm-hmm. university. It was a university is mixed. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Private so, Catholic school. I went to one of those as well. <laughs> all boys, obviously. But uh, <laughs> same thing. Are they common Catholic schools? Not in Japan, really, but maybe private school is mostly usually Catholic. Catholic. Or okay. Like okay. Something religious, maybe Buddhist school yep. as well. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. And so, um, growing up, then, did you have any desire to, or did you did you travel around a lot as you were growing up, or? I did. Yeah. Because my mother really wants to study abroad, but mm-hmm. she couldn't. So she always like want us, I, I mean, me and my brother, to educate to like go abroad or. Like that, so she took us around the trip, many places. That's good. Yeah, amazing. So, so you grew up traveling a lot. Yeah, awesome. What were uh, what were some of the places you went? We went to Europe. We went to Asian country. We went to Australia. Yeah, awesome. Mostly so you saw a lot of the world growing up. I did. I didn't leave North America until I was 24, <laughs> but uh, so I had a very, a very limited perception of the world, and I still haven't left permanently. So that's. Uh, so what you mean is uh, your mom didn't have a chance when she was younger or your age to yeah, travel, she told so me she wanted to make sure that you, her kids, had the ability to travel. Yeah. Correct. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Find it either goes. We've had people on, like, all my parents who travelled a lot, lived abroad, and so they pushed us kids to do the same, or mm-hmm. it's the other way, like with you, where your parents didn't travel much, so they want to push you to do it. So yeah. it, can, it can be... Sounds like parents just really want just to get, get rid the of their fuck kids. out of here. <laughs> just just get away. Somewhere else, move right? out. Yeah. <laughs> were there any places that, did you, when you were travelling when you were a kid, any places that stood out? like that you really liked and you thought, oh, maybe when I'm older I'll come back and live here? I think I was too little. Too, to too, <laughs> too young to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nah, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so you did all this traveling growing up and what? so obviously you saw a lot of the world. Um, did you – so did that kind of instill this like – desire to live somewhere else once you got older? I think so. That's yeah. the reason I'm here, I guess. Exactly. And <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely get to that. But um, so y- what was it like about seeing other places in the world that made you be like, oh, I want, I want to live some, somewhere else other than Japan? And not, not that it's not an amazing place to live, Kyoto, but... think English mm-hmm. make me feel like I want to go like more explore more world like, so so learning English made yeah. you want to live in an English speaking country 
yeah, mm. like it's interesting for me to like see different cultures and try to understand. And then when I like try to talk to someone else from different countries, and it's really it just opens more yeah. doors for you. Yeah, pretty much right. Yeah. Did Did you learn English at school or when you were younger? Yeah. I think we start. When you're junior high school, okay, it's and is, seventh mm-hmm. grade. Is it? Yeah. Do you have to, or is it a choice? Uh, we have to. Oh wow! Okay, but it's really different. Like it's all grammar, so never speak to someone else. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard for me at the beginning. For sure. Yeah. Well, you've got great English. Oh, thank you. She does. She really does. I'm yeah. Quite yeah. surprised. Yeah. Compared to her friends, some of her friends can't even speak English. Yeah. And I'm like, what? That's okay. I, I mean, don't have I mean, it's okay. But yeah, I was I mean, quite surprised. Yeah. We we lose languages in school, or like that we learn in school pretty quickly. I think. I mean, uh, yeah, you're an exception, Tristan, because you uh, <laughs> grew up through the through the French system, where it's like that's the only language option in school, right? Yeah, pretty much everything's and in, in French. Yeah, but uh, no, us us uh, English school kids. I mean, I took like an hour of French a week. <laughs> for like three years in middle school and high school or something, and then I don't. Yeah, we used to get um, yelled at in the hallways if we were speaking English. Yeah, to what, each to, other. to each other. Yeah. Like you're just socializing. Yeah. So basically, like we're going from friends? class to class, and if we if we're, we were caught speaking English, we would get in trouble. Mm-hmm. What would so, happen? Like detention or something? No, they would just sort of scold you. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Hey, back to French. So for the OG listeners huh. out there who can. Uh, recall back to the uh the podcast pirate episode in december uh tristan grew up in the same french school system as the podcast pirate that uh, she talked about um (laughs) (laughs) she's a mutual friend so talking about her so formally is uh is funny but um formally <laughs> the name podcast pirate isn't very formal. No. Yeah, that's a, that's a formal <laughs> title. Uh, maybe the podcast admiral <laughs> going admiral. forward. Admiral, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair but, commodore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tristan, have you bothered to um, learn any Japanese? I am picking up on some um, a little bit. I think. What What do you think about my Japanese? Be like honest. <laughs> it's. Arigato gozaimasu. <laughs> all right, but... It's all right. Arigato. You can't communicate. No, I can't communicate. Much. Yes. I can just imitate her. Okay. But, I but think Japanese people will be happy to s- like hear you Try? say trying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that happens with most cultures. Like they... You get intimidated, you know, trying to speak their language, but yeah. then mm-hmm. they're actually kind of proud. Like they're like, oh, wow, you tried. Yeah. Kind of thing, right? So... I don't know. I think my pronunciation is okay, but I don't really know exactly where to go from there. Yeah. Uh, but you're picking up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Little by little. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So is he teaching you any French? Uh, French, <laughs> I tried, but the pronunciation is just it's the, crazy. Yeah. I tried maybe 50 times and I can get maybe it's one the, or twice. It's the R's, right? Correct. Right. So we roll our R's. But mm-hmm. in Japan, their R's become L's, and their L's become R's. Oh, yeah, that's so, a big problem. Yeah. 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 So huh, there's... Never uh, thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> so what What would be a good example? If I were to say, like, fromage, which means cheese in French. Yeah. She would say, like, fromage. Fromage. That yeah. would be the Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's the same I get it. to English, too. Okay. So just not the most adaptable languages to each other. There's Definitely about... Not. <laughs> A hundred thousand languages on earth that yeah. English doesn't really <laughs> translate well to either. Yeah. I mean, I think it works with German. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Um, all the, all the like European, you know, Spanish, Latin, Latin root, Germanic root languages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. Spanish, French, Italian are mm-hmm. all sort of inter- like interchangeable. You can. So many words overlap and things like that. Yeah, as, exactly. As well. Yeah. Whereas like. Something like Japanese is no, like so, so so different, yeah. just completely yeah, different. Completely different. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, though. I love it. She yeah. can write in Japanese. You know, it's so cool. Of course. Why is that surprising? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just like so wild to see someone write like that. Those characters. Like I'd I'm be like, very concerned <laughs> if she couldn't write in Japanese. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it, it is really cool to watch someone. I guess seeing someone writing really yeah, quick, like a full page. And yeah. yeah, what? Yeah, how do you keep track of all this? Yeah, for us, you know, we have the alphabet. And yeah, that's, so not the alphabet. Yeah, that makes you. Yeah, not well. the alphabet is what makes me. Uh, yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. I guess if you see someone speak uh, like writing, uh, what are the letters that they have in like Russia and stuff? Like Cyrillic? Oh. Cyrillic. Yeah, if yeah. you see someone writing like in Cyrillic, it'd yeah, be, like, it'd you be, have no idea. Yeah. It'd be pretty wild. I mean, it's yeah. like anything, right? I mean, the Roman alphabet would be the same way for other people who can't write that. Mm. Yes, so. Good point. Good yeah. point. Mm. Just same thing. Little bubble. I feel like our letters of, of any alphabet have the dumbest shapes too. <laughs> Do you reckon? I like our shapes. They're, I think we got some good shapes. They're good shapes. They're What's just, your favorite shape? What's your favorite one? Oh, favorite letter? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> That everybody it? listening is happy they tuned in this week, <laughs> listening to Eric's favorite letter of the alphabet. My favorite letter, um, well, I love an E. I knew you were going to okay. say that. It's so predictable. Wait, but what else? A lowercase J is a lot of fun. Um, True. Yeah. I like to do a lowercase G and swirl it back up. Capital Q. You don't get to do that one too often. Yeah, it's nice now What and the then. fuck are we talking about? <laughs> well, okay. How about in cursive? I think like an S is nice. S, oh, is, S is always nice. But S's are quite sexy. So, uh, all right. I, I'm, I'm just going to double down on this whole writing shit then. Why the fuck does English have a cursive as well? Like, <laughs> it, it's like, you know, th- they're these dumb shapes to begin with. And then why do we have to learn other ones? It's quicker. For the- no, no, no. They're the same shape. We just join them up. Isn't that what a handwriting? Is? No, no. A cursive no. S looks absolutely nothing, nothing like a like a regular S. Oh, uh, yeah. Think about it. I didn't it. know that. Think about it. Now I'm questioning if I know a, what cursive is. A cursive is. S looks like a harp. It's almost a yeah, harp so shape. It goes, it goes up, down, yeah. and then. Um, this is good oh, for the God. listeners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's. But uh, no, it's um, it's nonsense, and they teach it to you again. It's one of those things that you do an hour a week when you're in like middle school or something, they're like, this is what you're going to use going to the adult world. And then keyboards happened. And, uh, yeah, nobody really writes no, in cursive no, no, anymore. No. Do they? They don't, they don't teach it anymore. Eh? They must not. No, God, no. there's way more important things he should be learning about right now than fucking cursive. <laughs> writing like Thomas I can Jefferson. Write. Like, yeah, I know. She, yeah, yeah. In English or is there like a Japanese that's cursive? That's the first, first thing that oh, really? I learned. They teach you cursive. English. Yeah. Ah. Oh, we need to change the international English <laughs> curriculum. Nobody uses that. Yeah. Right. Still. Anyways. It looks pretty. Sure. It does, yeah. yeah. If you can do it right. All I right. Can't. It looks terrible cool. when I do it. Mm. All right. I'll, I'll get like a letter from an auntie or something once a year in, in cursive, and that's where I have to bring back that knowledge and learn how to read it again. You know, yeah, then, I get those birthday cards from like yeah. my grandmother and yeah. like, a, like a, you know, great cousin or something in, in France mm-hmm. and I'm like mom can you just read this to me because I've got no idea what you just said yeah. <laughs> it's uh yeah. god anyways um that was a tangent it was it sure was a tangent um but uh Kaho did you ever uh did you ever visit Vancouver before moving here yes I did yeah I was living here one year mm-hmm. when I'm a university student mm-hmm it was like eight years ago. Did you go to uh, UBC? No, it's just a language school. Okay. So, okay. yeah, learning English, basically. Nice. Yeah. Were you just with, uh, were you with, was everybody in the school, was it just for Japanese people or everybody all over the world? Yes, like, many places. That's cool. Good way to make like friends awesome. and stuff yeah, like that. But it's mostly like Korean, Japanese and Mexican. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So and then, what you went back to Japan? Back to Japan to after that, school, yeah, like university. Mm-hmm. And I moved to Qatar for work. Qatar, Qatar. Oh, in the Middle East. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I used to live there for three years. Wow. Before I finished my university, then I went back to Japan, and I finished my university, and I came here. Oh shit! Wow. So, nice. what, what were you doing in Qatar? I was the I was a cabin attendant. Uh, flight attendant. Flight yeah. attendant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The technical term is cabin crew, but yeah. Yeah, we, we yeah. used to say cabin crew, but yeah. here it's different. Yeah. So for Qatar Airways, yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, I flew them once. They're good. 
We landed in Doha at midnight and it was 45 degrees Celsius. Mm, I was like, what the fuck? That's where she was living. My friend was like, we are in the desert, you know. I'm like, did did you go out? The airport? Definitely not. What if? What if? <laughs> so you didn't no, no, feel we, no, exactly no. Forty-five degrees. But what it if? was. <laughs> I still couldn't believe it though. But the airport was beautiful. It was a great airport. Yeah. It took us just, thirty minutes to to get out of it. It's so big, but really nice airport. What yeah. if Kaho was a flight attendant on a flight that you were on? She may have been. Timing wouldn't have worked out, but who knows? Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Who's to say? No, it wasn't three years ago. You were there for three years. Three years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Huh. Hey, with Qatar, this could sound like a weird question. I heard that people walk around with like big birds. Are oh, there yeah, lots yeah, of big yeah. birds falcons. like hawk yeah, falcons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that a th- so that's actually a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, I didn't see people walking with that, but we have the, uh, at the air, on the airplane, yeah. we can accept, accept a falcon on board. Okay, so do you know why it's so popular for people to own them? Is it like a status symbol yeah, to show that you're it, wealthy? It is, yeah. Huh. So one falcon costs like, I don't know, two and 20 G? 20,000? No, yeah. Probably. Or more if that's like smart or yeah, they are I very don't know. expensive, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you Wait, only, so you only you only had three or four falcons then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really like sheiks showing up, you know. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cuz but but now they buy like tigers and all that shit, don't they? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. one day I was like doing my job and then one guy came with the falcon on his arm and then can you hold this? Uh, to me. Oh. It's like I, I don't like the bird, but I just have to hold <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've him, been pre- <laughs> like prep, uh, prepare his seat. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So they pay for the seat. For, for the bird. Yes. What? And, and that's first ha- class, I'm assuming, right? No. Wow. Economy. So they buy economy for their birds? Yo. Yeah. But, but then <laughs> do they sit in first class? Or? <laughs> no. But they Hang on. The Hang on a second. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> the, bir- the birds don't. The birds are aware they don't need the plane, right? Like, hey, Matt, yo, yo, I'll meet you there. Like, <laughs> they, they yeah, there is something about a bird being in a plane that's really weird, like, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's a little extra. Well, it's like when a bee is in your car and it's like, wait, I'm driving. How are you? <laughs> Stationary. You know, like. I wonder if they know. I wonder if the birds look out the window and like, eh, I could no, be doing this. To have the oh, eye cover, oh, okay. yeah. I was gonna say, gonna, do you think they crazy. look down at other birds, or do you think other birds look down at them, be like lazy motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> you rich brick. Yeah. I th- I think that falcons in a plane look at down on other birds the same way that people in first class look down at people in economy. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> how well, it I, I want to get back to economy, if yeah. just for the bird, or. Both the bird and the passenger. Yeah, both. Okay, both. both. Okay, mm. all right. It would have been funny. So he sat next to the bird. It would have been funny if the falcon is in first class and the human <laughs> is back in economy. <laughs> that buys of a twenty thousand dollar ticket. Um, yeah. I mean, just yeah. the whole concept of birds on planes, <laughs> and also the fact that you lived in Qatar too. That's so cool. Like mm. that's it's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Did you ha- did you have to learn Arabic or anything? A little bit for little the bit? service. Okay. Yeah, but we just. Apple juice or like chicken. Those sure. Yeah, okay. Good with food and drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just in general, what what's it like living there? Like, seems like a crazy, pretty it's, crazy place to live. Yeah. It just first of all, there's nothing much to see, and it's too hot, so we just get a taxi to just cross the street. Oh, really? Basically, yeah. Just in the AC summertime. taxi from yeah. AC to AC to AC. And what else? Oh, Ramadan is interesting. Like whole city has shut down. Shut down. And they just open like midnight. When they finish Ramadan, like uh, what does it call? It's it's when the sun goes down. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. everything Break opens. The yeah. Fast. Fa- fasting. Yeah. 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 Then they open till the morning. Yeah. So that's the only time they can eat or do stuff. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Um, do they have alcohol there? Oh yeah, that's fun. So <laughs> only one store in the country has the alcohol and uh, pork. Oh wow, okay. Then hmm. they need that license to get into the shop. Yeah. 
And so you need to get a license to be able to access the yeah, store? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How do you get that license? I don't know. We pay money. <laughs> 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 but like the local people cannot go there. Yeah, of course. Close. Yeah. And only place that you can get the alcohol is at the hotel. And maybe a pint of beer costs like $25. Wow. Holy moly. Jeez. God, I would be in trouble if I was there. Damn, <laughs> you would. Uh, you couldn't afford an fel- You couldn't I was afford a falcon. That's for sure. I would tra- <laughs> train my falcon to <laughs> steal <laughs> beers for me or something. <laughs> no, he's too busy flying that w- across the world. <laughs> that, would, that would be a good investment, hey? Like a thief falcon. That would be. Yeah, um, I don't know. Sure, man. Okay, all right. Sure. <laughs> all right. Into it. Into it. Okay. Wow. Well. Um. So. Qatar, and I guess we forgot to mention that you two are both uh, pilots. So you were working in the airline industry, um, and you two, you two both fly planes. Sometimes you both have studied that. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's actually how we met. Yeah, and uh, so, um, were you studying to become um, a pilot while you were in Qatar, or were you just working? Um, I wasn't thinking to be a pilot back then. Okay. Like while I'm working and like the pilot, we're looking at the pilot yeah. and then it's like, you know what? I want to try. Yeah. I'm sick of these Falcons. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fly this thing. I'm taking over. I'm not going to yeah, hold it. I mean, have Falcon anymore. The pilots are like, they're royalty, yeah. right? Yeah. Like they walk in, you know, they got of their course. stripes and everything. And Command a lot of respect. Yeah. And you look at them and you think, eh, I could do That's that. That's a cool job. I mean, <laughs> I, I think press, I could press buttons. Every abroad guest we, uh, we've ever had on this show has, has pilots to thank for... Uh, that's a very good, uh, among, that's a very good point. A lot of other people are friends at Canadian Immigration. What's up? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, a number of other uh, people. But, you know, pilots are, pilots do, pilots are, are yeah, important. I don't think anybody arrived here by boat or anything. I don't think sure. so. Are you guys um, allowed to say who you um, fly for? I don't think either of them do currently. Oh, no, no, okay. we, we, oh you just studied. Yeah, you just, we're, we're oh, just student pilots. Yeah. Oh, you're student pilots. Student we're not pilots, actually. So, pilots, okay, yeah. okay, okay. No, cool. they're not. They're not flying the Falcons around. Right. No. Quite yet. <laughs> that's but, that's uh, the, that's the dream. One day. I mean, um, and I feel so inferior because um, I've got my five dollar headphones that I bought from the service station. Yeah. You want to know uh, how much these cost? <laughs> I mean, wow. Tristan's damn. about to flex on us. Damn. Yeah, how many falcons could you? <laughs> <What>? buy? <laughs> yeah, fifteen hundred. Oh, okay. A set. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty decent. So yes, yeah. state of the art. Yeah. Our podcast aviation. equipment costs half of one of those. Really? Yeah. So no, that looks good. Okay. It, yeah, it does the trick. Hey. But um, yeah. What was I? I uh, I've been thinking about pilots a little bit lately in relation to a joke that Chris Rock has. Um, cops have been in uh, in the in the news a lot lately, if if you've been paying attention to what's going on and mm. the expression "no bad" or uh, "oh, just a few bad apples" is often applied to cops, and Chris Rock has this joke where it's like, "No, the rest of the expression is a few bad apples spoiled a bunch. They don't um, just uh, hire pilots and be like, well, you know, we've got all these pilots here, and a few of them don't like to land." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. And so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, Couple bad um, you know it's an honorable profession. Um, and what? So, Kaho, you were working in the flight industry, which made you, I guess, want to take the next step. Tristan, were were you working in in flight at all before? Uh, no, um, maybe about I would say eight years ago, my mother took me for a, a fan flight. I saw a familiar familiarization flight which mm-hmm. is basically you just pay like a certain amount and then a pilot uh, is your mom a pilot no no definitely not okay <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely. But she, she, she just wanted me to do something with my life so all she's right. like hey what do you want to do i was like i don't know and i don't care okay and uh yeah so i went up for one and then i took a few flight lessons and i kind of fell out of it and mm-hmm. we didn't grow up with a lot of money um but you know in the past couple of years she she made quite a bit of money she sold her house and everything and then she's like, okay, well, now I have the money to send you to flight school. And I was like, well, cool. let's do it. Yeah, certainly not the cheapest. No, um, no. You're looking ed- at like education. 
maybe seventy, eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow. To finish the whole thing. So how far? How far through? You got eight, through Should through me? your course. Yeah. Do you think I'm on halfway? Well, she's got her private license. Okay. So she okay. can she can go rent a plane and fly. Sure. Um, yeah. Cool. She can't work yet. Yeah. But um, now she's yeah. working on her um, commercial. commercial. I'm still working on my private. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. And how long of a process is that to get your to get your private license? <sighs> Depends how much time and money you have, honestly. Because is it yeah. just a, a number of hours that you log? Yeah. And much, yeah. so you got to do like ten hours doing this, five hours doing that, fifteen mm. hours doing this, hundred hours doing that. So yeah, you need you need the time and the money. The money yeah. you just go <laughs> up flying. If you've got t- them two things, you can get through it super quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You could probably do it in less than a year. Yeah, because I I um I got some aviation experience as well. Used to be Perth's best baggage handler. Oh yeah, pound for pound. Um, <laughs> So I worked at the um, domestic airport baggage handling. That was my job through high school, uh, <laughs> through university. So for three years, um, and we had lots of um, um, aviation students who worked baggage handling. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you could tell the people who um, were paying their own way. They were having to work a lot to make enough money. But then because they had to work so much, they didn't have enough time to. Fly. Yeah, that's so. It's, it's, there were people there that were there for like five or six years, still struggling with it. And then there were people that would come in and they had like family m- money, didn't have to work that much, just wanted like airport experience, and they got their license in like eighteen months, and yeah, they were out of there. So that happens quite a bit. Yeah, there are a lot of international students. A lot from a lot. Um, like Iran. Yeah, Middle East. Middle East. Mm-hmm. And you know, rich families, they send their kids over here to get their license. Right. And they they don't need to work. They just fly every day, all day. Yeah. Get all yeah, their I hours. I think half of them, their parents are pilot already. Mm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it definitely helps to have a... a mm. I wonder why it's so popular there. Maybe because there's like in the Middle East, there's so many big airlines now. No. There's so many hubs. For, what someone was telling me is that it's just more expensive and they're more strict. Okay. So... And mm. also English is the international language of aviation. Right. Okay. Yeah. So they should learn English. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's cheaper here. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely cheaper in Canada. So whenever you communicate with like a tower in any country, they all speak English. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You have to know English in order to be huh. a pilot. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I'd never thought about that. But there you go. Damn. But I mean, if you are working for, you know, ANA, like Japan... At a Japanese airline, you can communicate with the tower in Japanese if you want. Okay. But the Japanese tower needs to know English and the Japanese pilots need to know English. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Is there like a dream uh, dream aircraft that you would want to fly? 747. 747. Damn. Triple seven for me. Triple seven. Triple seven. They're my favorites. Is that the, is that the three floor plane? No, no, that's there's no okay. three. There's no three plane. plane. It's a double. So it's the, a double. That's a, okay. That's an, I think you're thinking it's about the Airbus A380, uh, which is. is a double decker. Yes, yeah. that is long. what I'm. Mikey, uh, Mikey went on a huge tear because there was one landing in Vancouver or something. Oh, oh yeah, I was frothing because in Perth the runway isn't long enough for mm. A380s. Mm-hmm. Um, and also 747s, yeah. but we get 777s. They're the biggest plane that can land yeah. at Perth. So I like I like the 777. And then things are fucking huge as well. Like when you get up close. Yeah, they are. They're 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 really nice and big. The um, engine is the same circumference <laughs> as the fuselage of a 737. That's what I was told. Yeah. Don't know. No, yeah. I'm I, sure. I I, yeah. sure. So when I came to Vancouver and I saw a, an A330, I was just... Getting very excited. Yeah. It was, it was well, that's in, British Airways, right? It has YPR, the, it was BA, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they've got, uh, yeah, 747. I think uh, Lufthansa flies them here as yeah. well. They've actually retired all of them due to this COVID-19 thing. Yeah? Yeah, no, they're out to the graveyard. Wow. Yeah, damn. Done, uh, which is really sad. But um, yeah, at YVR, there's a certain season where British Airways flies in their A380s. Yeah. And they have to actually shut down certain parts of the airport. Oh, Just do they? To fit the aircraft. Yeah, yeah take shit. up a couple of gates or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're crazy when they land. I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why. Maybe you can tell me. But when they come into land, it looks like they're going so slow, mm. way slower than any other airplane. So you've got this huge thing and it 
looks like it's barely moving as it's coming down. It's yeah, wild. it's doing like 180 knots. Yeah. Like it's, it's not going <laughs> slow. It's not going slow, but it. it just looks <laughs> yeah, slow yeah, for some reason. Yeah. I think so it's the size. It's so, so much space. Yeah. A380 is so yeah. stable. There she actually... I was, was assigned for A380. She actually worked on an A380. Oh, when yeah. you were... She showed me a video. Crew. Yeah, <laughs> cabin crew. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, nice. it's wild. Cool. The amenities on board and whatnot. Um, it is did, crazy. Did Especially, you... Oh, go ahead. Finish what you're going to say. Sorry. Especially Middle East, the first class or business class. Oh, yeah. Modifies so, so... You're paying about $20,000 for a ticket. Crazy. Holy shit. Yeah. So that's what I was going to ask. Do you get assigned... Do you always work in one section? Like, were you always in economy? Were you always in first class? Or do you take it in turns? Yeah, so... We always assign which seat yeah. of the cabin crew seat. Yeah. And that has like certain like service role and uh, safety zone. Yeah. They were assigned. Okay. So like a so, section. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, every time we got assigned this seat, we just have to make sure my zone, take care of my zone or whatever. Yeah. Not like service at a restaurant. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the time you got suspended? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's... Well, there's no real hate speech involved, but um, <laughs> she got into an altercation. Well, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, she strangled to. a falcon. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and a bird got into it. Uh, Sorry. Um, go ahead. You go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. What, <laughs> what's the school? Where do you where do you study aviation here? Down at uh, Boundary Bay. So that's like uh, Ladner Delta. South oh, Delta. okay. There's a specialized school down there. No, there's an airport there. Ah, oh. very small. Okay, very yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty small. It's I had no idea. Yeah, it's it's there's about what four or five flight schools there. Yeah. Yeah. Is it all flight schools or do they do actual flights from there too? They do. Yeah. Uh, it's more like private jets and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think about obviously YVR here and then if some people can get cheaper flights out of Abbotsford every mm. once in a while. Mm. Yeah. But other than that. <laughs> yeah. No, it would cost you way more to fly out of Boundary Bay for sure. Yeah. I yeah. still can't believe Abbotsford, Abbotsford has a international airport. Yeah. Is it? That blows my mind. Yeah, they've got, yeah. S- uh, what is it called, Swift? I don't know what's based out there. There's one of them the budget ones. ones that fly out of there too. There's like yeah. New Leaf was New one Leaf going Sw- for a while. I think Swift and then WestJet obviously flies out of there. Yeah. But I think that's all domestic. Is it international? I'm not sure. Mm. Is it Abbotsford International Airport? Uh, I'm Who's to say? 90% sure it's um You're the commercial pilot. You should tell us. Some, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I've been to the Abbotsford so. Airport one time. Yeah, I went to a uh, went to an air show there actually. Mm. Oh, Ooh, nice! Yeah. There was oh, a nice. there was a women in flight air show going on. So there were all these planes on display. Um, it was only helicopters flying that day actually. So there wasn't a lot. Of, or there was an air show. There was a flyby kind of thing towards the end, but um, for the most part, it was like helicopters going. I interviewed a. Female astronaut. Oh, you're there for work as you as a journalist. Back in my days as a journalist. Oh, back that's in the days, the good old days. <laughs> Tiny little airport, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I was food. Yeah, it's for us. It's it's big. Huge. Oh. It's big. So basically, okay. when you're doing your flight training, you have to do a certain number of like cross. They call them cross countries, mm-hmm. which is landing here, landing there, landing there, and then coming back. Um, that's in a Cessna one five two. That's of huge airport. Yeah. It's I guess intimidating so. because then you see jets flying over top of you and then they tell you to divert and et cetera. And, uh, okay. yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, that's a Two big people airport. fit in the one, one fifty two. Yeah. And yeah. it's crazy. It's like flying a go-kart. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, oh, that's so fun. Damn. Yeah. Nah, I would crumble under the pressure. Yeah. I'd be yeah, a terrible pilot. No, you'd be good. Air Canada is waiting <laughs> for you to cross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're really listening pressure. to the radio. It's like Air Canada 1752, uh, yeah. clear to land. And then they tell you like, oh, India Bravo X-ray, uh, please divert to the right. And it's like, fuck. And then so you see this thing go over top of you. And that's mad. Yeah. Man. Crazy. So what's, what, what do you guys think that um, industry is going to look like like aviation 
what is it going to be in the future because of COVID? Like, obviously, a lot will change. Yeah. One of my friends who just got hired for WestJet. Yeah. He just flew for two weeks and then he got laid off. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he doesn't know when he can come back. Yeah. More likely to one year or two. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Yeah. Because right now, it's sort of the perfect time because of that whole pilot deficit. Right. So mm-hmm. basically at the age of 65, you're forced to retire. Okay. And then um, that leaves room for, you know, us to come in. Uh, so there's supposed to be sort of like a, I think, 10-year pilot deficit. Yeah. What? So, so a 10-year wait? No, deficit. Like, so we They need have, more. Yeah. We they need, need more they pilots. Need more pilots. Oh. Like, they're looking for hundreds of thousands of pilots. Sign me up. Well, they did before COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. But now, okay. even, you know, I, I went to elementary school with this guy and his dad was a pilot on a 787, senior yeah. pilot for Air Canada. He got laid off. He's been working in the industry for 30 years and he got laid yeah. off. And it's like, it's brutal. Wow. So we don't know what's going to happen. And then, as you said, they retired all them. Well, they, uh, all the A380s. Well, they didn't retire no, them. No, they no, just the stopped seven, flying the them. Seven, Lufthansa retired all their 747. Oh, retired all them. Yeah. yeah. And I think Virgin Airlines is also doing the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Qantas, the Australian airline, they retired theirs, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. A while ago. <laughs> that was actually before COVID. They were all just, all just super old. Yeah, yeah, it's sad because, like, you know, that's my dream is to fly a 747. Yeah. It's like if they're all gone to the graveyard, then. Yeah. But who knows, once we get rid of COVID, yeah, I, think, I think so too. I think everybody's going to be, like, itching to travel and go and move to places that True. It, we could see this huge explosion Surge. in the aviation. Yeah. So, yeah, you, know, definitely. In, you know, we might look back in a couple of years' time and think – you guys became pilots at the perfect time. Yeah, I hope so. Hopefully. I mean, uh, yeah, it's just, it was frustrating because the, all the schools shut down too, right? Oh, really? They're, they're opening back up now, but for the time being. You so you guys haven't flown for a while? No, I haven't flown since August. Oh, damn. Damn. Long time. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to relearn all that stuff? Or? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Fair enough. What about, would you ever work for, um, I always thought being a pilot for Harbour Air would be cool. I was just about to mention Harbour Air. Oh, Landing okay. on water. Yeah. That'd be pretty yeah, cool. She wants to do her seaplane rating. Yeah. I'm still on yeah. the fence. I don't know. I, I want to get it, but I don't know if I want to work for them. Yeah, but it's so cool. It is really cool. It is cool. But apparently yeah, it's a crap job. It looks cool. How many trips do you think they do a day, them pilots? I would say like six or seven. Yeah, like if, say if you've, so you might fly to Nanaimo and then back to yeah. Victoria, Victoria, back, Whistler, back. back. Yeah, yeah, that would be totally. like your day? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I think you only put in maybe an eight or ten hour day. Yeah, okay. But it's like, <clears throat> and then the next day you wake up, you do the same thing. Yeah. it's But I mean, that's the same thing with any job, right? You, yeah. That's it. You get bored of it, eh? Just can't get too drunk the night before. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only difference. No, no, you're not allowed to drink 24 hours before you start flying. Damn. Yeah. What about, is that the same for cabin crew? Is is there yeah, a restriction we, on drinking? We used to have to do the alcohol drink. Oh, the breath test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. But is that, I was thinking that was just because it was Qatar Airways. I don't think like WestJet is breathalyzing their cabin crew, eh? Uh, I don't know. Maybe because you were in the Middle East, right? So they are not allowing you to have alcohol in your room, and you've got a curfew. Maybe You're quite strict, no? I mean, me personally, yeah. I've never drank before uh, any near proximity to any job I've ever done. No, definitely <laughs> no, not. No, no, never, never, no, 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 Mm-mm. no so. way, not me. <laughs> Well, but, dude, you heard it here, folks. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you drink on flights? Are you one of those people that like to drink on flights? You know, I've tried it. Um, it it is far more of a miss than hit thing for the enjoyability of it. Like, I love the idea of getting fucked up in an airport and getting on a flight and then having one or two more. I've never successfully done it because it's always just kind of either been like early mornings where it's maybe not. I mean, time doesn't count when you're flying, but... Um, you know, just not the best times to, uh, to be drinking or I'm on a layover that is a weird time zone. And I just 
feel tired mm. anyways. And so it's just not like not yeah. the best. Um, so like I've, I've drank at airports. That's a long winded answer for No, I don't really enjoy drinking while flying. I went to China a few years ago and on my way back at the duty free in this Chinese airport, I, uh, I purchased a 40 of Grey Goose vodka. And I finished about three quarters of it throughout my flight. My God. It Holy. It's not allowed. Actually. actually. No, I know. But you cannot open. <laughs> yeah, but they, things. They yeah. All right. He's lost his aviation <laughs> license. <right. laughs> Before he even got it, he's lost it. Yeah. I don't think Aviation <laughs> no, Canada it, yeah. listens too carefully. But but it no, it, it really. Yeah. Uh, once, you, once you land and you're like, oh, it's 8 a.m. in Vancouver. I really need a bed right now. Yeah. yeah. It, it does fuck with you a little bit, especially yeah. if you're doing um, multiple time zones. I remember last time I went back to Australia, we landed in Sydney at like nine o'clock in the morning and we went straight to the bar and we had a couple of beers and they were the best beers I've ever had. <laughs> but it was nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we've gone on this big tangent about aviation, mm. Cajo. Um, yeah. What about Vancouver was it living here? You said eight years ago? Yeah, was for a year. For a year. What, so that year in Vancouver must have had an impact on you to want to move here eight years later. Yeah, that was my first, first time to live abroad for a long time. Yeah. And yeah, it was perfect. Like many people from everywhere, they're more accepting. Mm-hmm. Like they, even though I don't speak perfect English, they try to like understand or they're more interested about Japanese, my culture too, as well. So I feel not welcome, but it's just comfortable being here. That's, yeah. That's a very complimentary I, thing to say about I feel the same. A lot of people have said that on the podcast, so it is a very welcoming uh, city, people from all over the world. So you don't always feel like you're the odd one out. There's people similar. Um, yeah. It's easier to assimilate. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when I went to America or UK, they just like couldn't understand my accent or they're just not used to people from mm. somewhere else. And yeah, I mean, Vancouver is really multicultural. Yeah, yeah that's so what I feel. That's, and yeah, we love, we love it. I don't know. The people that hate it pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's too bad, man. But yeah. So um, you did your... You did your work stint in the Middle East. You finished your university. And then when you were done, you said, I want to live Vancouver, live in Vancouver. Yeah. I was looking for school. And mm-hmm. then like, I, uh, I got the recommendation of the school here. Mm-hmm. And then I just have more options like South Africa or Australia too. But it's just like, I know this place. I know how to look for it. How, like where to live and I know where to like go to Japanese. They, here has a very good Japanese restaurants too. Ooh. So I I wouldn't start for like good Japanese food too. Okay, so. so I'm gonna have to take <laughs> you up on some Japanese recommendations after we done after we're done recording. Yeah. But um that's so cool that after after your initial year here you, yeah, you I chose didn't think that so I'm gonna be back here. It's a, it's a How good long choice because um, there are way too many spiders in Australia. <laughs> that's in a myth. Yeah. Nah, that's a myth. <laughs> I've only ever wrestled <laughs> three, four crocodiles. Yeah, um, crocodiles. You only see a few spiders a day. That's and pretty much it. What you you only when you you only live like six months as a child in a kangaroo's pouch, right? <laughs> Six to seven. Six to seven. on your development. You know what's interesting? You were eight. That's a bit slow. I can't say that. Why not? Um, Sorry, Tristan. Go go ahead, Tristan. Yeah, no, sorry. Um, Kangaroos, they have two different uh, systems that, uh, sorry, uh, develop milk. So one is 14%. The other one is, I think, like 3%. Oh, skim. Skim milk. So like one to like get the baby bigger and then they and switch then, to the lower then, formula as they... No, no, no. But the, they have two at the same time or whatever. Uh-huh. So one is in the pouch drinking the high... Like, uh, fat? Yeah, the high fat one. <laughs> and the other one comes in and drinks the low fat one. Damn. Didn't know that. I know. I watched a documentary <laughs> on it. And I was, Imagine I was if humans had away. that. Yeah, that would yeah. be crazy. Cool. Like one on each side. One on each side. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to point. We know where they are. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, huh. 
fact about kangaroos I didn't know. Wombats do um, cube poos. That's an interesting fact as well. Um, but there you go. You might have studied it uh, in Perth. We got Jandicott Airport, which is the busiest airport in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, lots of flight schools and it's also a base for the Singapore um, Air Force. Do mm. all their training there. So we have little Cessnas flying above Perth all the bloody time, non non-stop. That might have been one of the places that she uh, was thinking. To yeah, possibly, to. possibly. I would have chosen Vancouver. I think it's a, oh, I think a it's good, good choice. Yeah. Pretty nice. Yep. And what about yourself, um, Tristan? You're from born and raised in BC. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. We're all watching the dog get little treats. Yeah. That's why we're all. Yeah, the dogs. Uh, <laughs> she's been something. super well behaved. She's been great. She's been sleeping for most of this, which uh, speaks to the entertainment value of. Uh, yeah, most, Mikey and I. That's what most listeners do, right? They yeah. sleep through most yeah, of it. I think so. My brother told me the other day he falls asleep listening to this show. That's which I'm creepy, not sure man. If that's a, I don't like that. Um, yeah. You know what? That's uh, Yeah, I was really drunk and I was listening to your show, but then I did fall asleep, but not because it wasn't entertaining, but because... Yeah, Soothing voices. The latter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you, you had a big have, flight the next day, so you... No, knock. you guys have, like, nice soothing voices. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, so do you too. I wonder, um, wonder if our podcast will ever get onto like uh, in-flight entertainment. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine just listening 14, 14 oh, hour flight, listening to the back catalog God. of living a broadcast. The, the they censor the shit out of about drinking half <laughs> yeah. of 40 yeah. of vodka. And they, <laughs> they censor the shit out of in-flight entertainment. Hey, ah, oh, for sure. Yeah, really? yeah, I think so. Yeah. They wouldn't let us. I mean, yeah. I mean kids can't listen to this shit. Jesus. Nah, nah, nah. But, yeah. um, that's so cool. So, Kaho, how long have you been in Vancouver then? Uh, I think I complete two years. It's about yeah. two years, like, cool. just a, a, a couple months ago? Yeah. Yep. Another couple no, of years to, to finish your training then, probably? Or I guess it yeah. depends with COVID. Yeah. Isn't it? We don't, we don't really know. And money yeah. and time yeah. and work. Yeah, All those big things. Dog. And life, and then I guess the thing, like going forward, the thing with aviation is you almost gotta you gotta move to wherever there's just food. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was looking at the dog food. <laughs> move to wherever there's you gotta move. <laughs> can we can we can we beat that shit out later? No, you can't. Uh, you, gotta leave that one in. you gotta move wherever there's work. <laughs> wherever yeah. there yeah. is work. So you guys must be pretty open to the fact that you might have to yeah, so. move away from Vancouver if you need oh, to. Oh, move away from Vancouver, oh. yeah. No, we'll never separate, but uh, if we have to move away, yeah. 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 Doesn't matter if it's a different country. I don't. All good with it. Let's do it. Whatever we need to do. I want to go great. to Asia. Asia? Yeah. I think Asia's a good market. Mm. Yeah. Cool. I heard North Korea's got a good airline. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lowest ranked. It's the lowest ranked airline for safety in the world. That's why I said it. Oh, oh okay. So I know my shit about aviation. North Korea. Oh. I know you're. Ah. You're a real plane buff. <laughs> I love you, It doesn't come out that often. I knew you'd be excited to have these that, two on. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm quite surprised. I, I, I keep it a secret. Yeah. Keep it a secret. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, awesome. So, um, God. Uh, wrap it up. <laughs> I guess so. Food. Yeah. As good a place as ever. Um, so you're enjoying living in Vancouver then? You feel like you made a good choice? Yeah. This is perfect city. Like, Home for now. Yeah. yeah. I hope so because you married me. So. Yeah. yeah. I met you here. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. We didn't mention you guys been uh, married. You, you worked it out. We're walking up to the studio exactly like exactly six months today. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. So, yeah. So, oh, I'm sure Tristan's got a nice romantic... You know, dinner ready for you after this. Probably some surprises. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, My God. Okay. Um, wow. Well, like there you go. Up. Well, that's so great. And uh, this has been a very informative episode, I got to say. Absolutely. I think I've learned more. I've complained more than I have in a while, maybe. What'd you complain about? Uh, curse of... Writing. Oh, mainly. yeah, cursive. <laughs> Fuck cursive. Fuck cursive, man. Yeah. Start um, a movement. Yeah. Well, let's do this again. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more. I would we love can to have you two on again. You've got a lot more to hear from Kaho. Yeah. Definitely. We I, went on yeah. too many tangents. To I feel like, we yeah, did. it's a very tangent heavy episode. <laughs> I could have asked you way more questions about where you're from, how you got here, and what you're doing now. Um, 
so I failed as my job as a host in uh, that regard. But I feel like I was I very heavy on tangents as well. I've got to put my hand up. It's for, um, for that. it's a serviceable episode. Really good. We'll certainly have you guys again. Um, we'll uh, we'll make that happen. But um, was thinking maybe we'd hear from the podcast pirate, but um, didn't have anything from her this week. Maybe uh, maybe in. Pre- uh, you know, future episodes. Um, we're going to have her on again soon. Um, Tristan, Caho, do either of you have anything to promote or talk about before we wrap things up? No. No? <laughs> Your podcast. All good for now? Yeah. Our podcast. Cool. Yeah, thanks for coming no, on. Listen guys, to I it. I really say, like, thank you it's, for it. It's been a lot of fun. It's a, this is a really interesting platform that you have um thank you and you know kaho is quite nervous coming on so that's why you don't have to compliment (laughs) us on air Uh, Uh, we'll we'll give you the 50 bucks later (laughs) but we love it when our guests kind of finish and they say oh we got so much more we can talk about we definitely love for people to come back on yeah and next time we're all more relaxed you guys live pretty close to the studio just waltz on up and yeah we'll whack out another episode for sure um, cool. Well, if you want to contribute to the show, um, maybe we should start doing calls for questions again. That was always kind of fun. Um, you can do so at Living a Broadcast on Instagram, and you can email us at uh, livingabroadcast at gmail.com. As I say that, we actually did have a brief little fan contribution. Um, Irene, who, uh, who writes us from Germany every now and then, was messaging the other day on um, our Instagram. I'm, I'm going to totally divert here. I was literally in the process of wrapping up. Yeah. And um, she's trying to fly to the UK okay. soon to visit her uh, to visit her boyfriend in, um, in England. And she's been talking about how um, there are a lot of flight restrictions between European countries right now with the whole COVID situation being the mm-hmm. varying severity everywhere. Um, and she said that, uh, just two days before she actually had a ticket, she was going to fly. Um, they have these travel corridors. So if you're flying from like one airport to another specific airports, there's like less restrictions and things like Mm -hmm. that. And just two days before she was supposed to fly, um, or sorry, two days after she had a ticket, yeah. They're lifting these restrictions, and so it's fucked everything up for her. Uh, yeah, and I've been hearing a lot about it. Flight's getting cancelled last minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a weird time. Weird time to travel, that's for sure. Yeah. Who knows she what's said going on. Well, good luck. Trying to get over there mid-month. Um, Take and, a boat. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if she wants me sharing this or not. We'll see. But she said I asked her too how late, she found out about now. the podcast, and she said that she simply searched abroad. Living Abroad on oh, Spotify. There you go. And that's how she found it. She's interested in living abroad one day. And if she finds herself in Vancouver, I hope you can have her on. Why not? Sounds good. Um, anyways, thanks for writing in, Irene. Um, I told you I'd give you a shout out on the show this week. And uh, here we are remembering. But um, if you want to do so, Living Abroadcast on Instagram, livingabroadcast at gmail.com. Um, fly like a falcon, listeners. And uh, thank you for joining us this week. Goodbye. Bye.